Hello everyone, this is Kelly Brooks with Mission Tabernacle Outreach. I'm so grateful you have decided to join us for today's episode of Prophets of Old. Today we will be looking at one of my favorite prophets, the prophet Isaiah. Isaiah's writings have brought me through many trying times in my life. God gave me Isaiah 54 at a time when I felt I could not go another step. I realized I truly could not go on without the Lord walking with me. It has been thought that Isaiah began to preach at 15 years old and died at age 85. In Bible days, that was not a very long life. There is a historical tradition that tells us that Manasseh placed Isaiah in a hollow log and cut him in two. The book of Isaiah was written hundreds of years before Christ. His prophecies covered the entire or the partial reign of some four kings. His messages related to Judah, Jerusalem, or to the Jews in the holy city. Isaiah gave more prophecies concerning the coming of Christ than any other prophet. Isaiah wrote about so many different truths, such as God's demands, promised restoration, and judgment. He wrote about the day of the Lord. He wrote in such a way as to get the attention of proud men. He did not hold back when telling the haughty that one day they would be humbled. He spoke of idolatry being abolished. Isaiah never held back when speaking of the great tribulation, which is still to come. He spoke of the glorious millennium reign of Christ. He went so far as to go into depth about the types of sin of Judah, sins of greed, sins of alcoholism. He covered so much territory with his prophecies, promises of God's deliverance, he predicted the invasion of Judah by Assyria. He spoke of sins of the leaders of that time. He even spoke of how we should worship the Lord in chapter 12. He warns the enemies of Israel what will take place in their coming judgment. In the chapter I mentioned before, Isaiah 54, he speaks of God's everlasting love for Israel. As I was facing battles in front of me that were bigger than I could ever imagine, fear was creeping in. Every time I would open a Bible, any Bible, it would land on Isaiah 54. I showed my mother how this was happening. God was literally speaking to me and guiding me through that very special chapter. He promised me he would be my husband. He would guide me and lead me. He would never leave me and always love me unconditionally. I can honestly say he held true to his word. I was given this promise for the first time in 1997. I was only 26 years old. I'm now 52. God has fulfilled many of his promises to me, and he will continue until I make it to the ultimate goal, being with him. In those years, my life was filled with fear and uncertainty. I could not see how God was ever going to give me peace, but I trusted that he would. He said he would, and he did. Back then I was rejected, running in fear and fighting for the safety of my family. My whole life looked bleak and hopeless. When I read the scripture for the first time, I knew it was for me and I claimed it. I trusted it. God did everything he promised. Today, my children and I have peace. We have a home church that we can worship him in once more. The enemy was made to retreat. There has been so much water under the bridge since I received this promise from the Lord. 
He has always been faithful to me and my children. No, life was not easy. There are still days I question his plan, but I have learned never to doubt his plan. He certainly has one. It took losing everything material I had ever earned or been given. It took people I cared for walking out of my life. I stood on the promise that just as God ordered that the waters of Noah should no more go over the earth, he would not be wroth with me or rebuke me. He said he would have mercy on me, and he did. I began to notice he was healing me a little at a time. I learned so much, and I grew in his word. My faith was growing stronger with time and tribulations. Sometimes healing doesn't come overnight. One of my issues was the trust of law enforcement. Because of my situation, I had grown to distrust them so much. The law enforcement officers I was close to had hurt me. They had hurt my children. They did not protect us. After I had began to rebuild my life, bought a house, re-entered the workforce, God showed me it was time to forgive and heal. I worked at a salon. I would watch the officers that entered our salon very closely without them knowing. I paid attention to their personalities. I knew they were truly good people. It took me a long time to figure out every policeman was not evil. One day, the girls gave me a t-shirt that said, Back the Blue. They told me we were all wearing our shirts to cut hair that following Saturday. I laughed and said, Everybody but me. That Saturday morning, I picked my shirt up and put it on. I looked in the mirror and God broke my spirit. The tears would not stop falling. I knew that all police officers were not bad and that I had to heal. The Lord has brought me so far. Some of my closest friends are first responders. I became a rapid response team chaplain for the BGEA. On a deployment to Louisiana, I met a retired police chief from New York City. At first, he told me he would never trust me as a police chaplain because I had never been a police officer. He asked me why I wanted to do that. I told him how at one point in my life I would not look at a police, much less speak to one or trust one to help me. After he heard my story, with tears in his eyes, he said, I take back what I said. I would want you to be my chaplain. I attended BGEA law enforcement chaplain training. Our local police department trusted me enough to let me be a part of their chaplaincy program. The same police officers that I watched so closely for so long were part of that same department. I can never express to those officers how much the example they set every day meant to me even when they never thought anyone was watching. The way we act truly does matter. People who need hope watch Christians. Are we putting forth the effort to show Jesus to the world? A light in the darkness. Just as those few Carrollton City police officers were a light in the darkness to me at a very dark time in my life, we can be a light in the darkness to those watching us. Thank you for joining us for this episode of Prophets of Old. I would love to take this time to pray for you. If you were like I was and have feelings of unforgiveness in your heart, if you need healing that only Jesus can give, please join me in asking Jesus to come into your heart and take those negative, dark feelings away. You can live a life of light and peace. 
Let's pray. Dear Jesus, we come to you today. I thank you, Lord, for each and every listener. God, I know what it's like to hold unforgiveness in my heart. God, I pray that if there are any out there today who feel unforgiveness in their heart, that you will help them to completely turn loose and let that go, God. I pray if there's anyone out there that has not accepted you as their Savior, that they would choose this very day, God, to let you be Lord of their life. If you feel led to pray this prayer with me, please do so. Dear Jesus, I would like to ask you to come into my heart today. Please forgive me for my sins. God, encamp your angels around me. Help me to let go of the past. Help me to let go of the negativity in my heart. God, hold my hand and lead me to the kingdom of heaven to spend eternity with you. In your name we pray. Amen. If you have enjoyed today's podcast, please like and subscribe to Mission Tabernacle Outreach at Pandora, Apple, Google, Spotify, Stitcher, or Amazon Podcast. You may also find us at www.kingdomrock.org. Please continue to pray, as my papa always did, that the Lord will take us into the highways and byways to lead the lost to Him. Thank you, and we hope to be with you again next week.